Hey. Cash flow on the beat, 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 beat. Yeah, man. Hey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it go. <laughs> Ah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, another week, baby. Turn me up over here. Turn me all the way up. Cocktails and conversation. Yeah. Hey. Hey. DJ in the booth, man. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another week um, magnificently of Cocktails and Conversation. That's right. This is your brother. This is your brother. We here, man. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in, as usual. I just like the way the beat drops. I always got to pause, giving a little props to the beat. Um, I always shout out to Cash Flow for letting me use this. Um, yeah. Let's start this up, man. Again, another week of yeah. cocktail conversation. Hey, hey, one, two, three. You're gonna put um, Andre three thousand on this, the horn version, yeah. <laughs> the flute the version. Flutes. <laughs> hey, hey, so put we some magic on it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're here for another week. Um, my name is Brother Youssef Muhammad, Yam's creation, the brother to the night. I'm here. We're here. Another week. Like I, I have introduced myself. Let my brother introduce himself. <laughs> y'all know who it is. Tim Hargrove, Dark Shining Light. I appreciate darkness, y'all. Darkness, everybody. Through. Darkness. Yes. Darkness. <laughs> Dark Shining Light, baby. Oh. And y'all know what it is. King Nuba to y- those who know. Um... It's a great week, man. It's been great. It's been great, man. We didn't had uh, a lot of good stuff going. A lot of good stuff going into the year. Transitions are making its making its way. So good ex- day to be alive. <laughs> Today was a good day. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so we in here um, coming to the end of the year, even closer. Um, thankful for everything, but. With us coming to the end of the year and preparing for what we should be doing with ourselves, um, at the end of the year, most of us take a New Year's resolution within this month's time period. So with those who are taking their New Year's resolution, um, let's look at it like this. You have to have, you know what? I'm going to let Tim do this one. He's going to bring this in okay, today. Okay, well, I'll just go ahead and do it now <laughs> because the time is now. Mm. And a lot of us want to wait. Tomorrow's not promised. The whole thing about a New Year's resolution is the change starts within you the time that the mind changes. And a lot of us want to put things off for the next day. We put things off to the new year. We put things off the next week. We put things off on the situation. But what it really is, is we ultimately have to grab hold of the thing in the moment. And that, the, what's, the thing that's behind all of that is taking responsibility in the now. Your New Year's resolution shouldn't start with the New Year's. It should start right now because right. your mindset has changed. and You got to take responsibility of it. And really what I really want to talk about is taking responsibility. A lot of us, no matter what your situation is, no matter how you grew up, no matter what's going on around you, it's just a situation. It's just a a thing that's going on. And I don't want to say that there is an excuse. There are reasons why we are where we are. And some of those things don't have anything to do with something that we can could control. But we can control our right now. We can control. We're responsible for wherever we are 
and what we do with it. Right now, if somebody puts you in a situation that you cannot control, what you can control is your mindset. Your reaction to it. You can control what you do now. Right. You might not have the money, but maybe what you have doesn't require money. Mm. You can go out there and make what you can happen without the money. What do you have? Mm. If you need flyers, don't you work in the office? You better stay your butt behind and print this stuff <laughs> at the office. You know what I'm saying? We don't do those pay things. Them, pay them back. Now, you know what I'm saying? Here's his thing. We can negotiate. You might not have the funds, but you can negotiate. Hey, boss, this is what I need. I'll work for you an extra hour if you'll let me print X, Y, and Z out. Yes, negotiate. Sir. If your time is, is it, you got to look at what your time is worth. Right. And what the thing is, the job, that's their time. But then you have your time. What you going to do with your hours? Take responsibility. If you know you got that extra weight on you, right? Take responsibility. <laughs> it don't take a new year to do that. You know what I'm saying? We used to have a saying in the Army. Okay. We say PT is free. What PT is is uh, physical training. Uh. So I don't need a gym. I got a floor and I got me. Bruh. I can use that for, I can do my push-ups, I can do my sit-up. You need a trainer? It's plenty of people who can treat you online for free. You mm -hmm. paying that phone bill, right? You scrolling through social media, right? right? So you got plenty of people who can show you some basic exercise. You turn that basic exercise and you turn it into something. Oh, I got my kids. I got my dad. Okay, well, when you sitting at home and you done put them to bed, instead of you scrolling through social media, instead of you watching that, you know what I'm saying? Put Use your voice command. You need your social media that much, use your voice command. And you go next and let it slide by itself while you're doing them push-ups and sit-ups. Mm. You know what I'm saying? While you're watching that show, you can do your sit-ups in between your breaks. You can do your squats. You can run in place. They don't need no gym. You don't know what you're doing? Going, somebody is teaching right now on that same platform that you're scrolling through. You want to start that business? Look, people will teach you how to open up your own free website. You know what I'm saying? Do pre-orders. You ain't got the money? Do pre-orders. But they're looking for your dedication. What have you put out there? Mm. You got pencil and paper right at the house. Your kids got extra tablet that they ain't using. You know what I'm saying? We, we don't look at, we look at the miracle to come in his finished product. But God didn't build the ark. He provided the trees and he gave the warning. He Man. gave the vision. So when we're given the vision, we don't use the things that's already around us. God gave us everything that's around us. You know people, but you don't not even invested in the tools and the gifts around you. It's people who got everything you need all around you. But instead of you investing in a conversation or a smile, you're going about your business. You got women out there and men out there who want partners, but they don't even smile at the people who are interested in it. They don't even cultivate the things that's within themselves. So we have to take responsibility of who we are, what we have, and what we can do. Because a lot of us, we put it off on the next thing of the situation. We go, oh, if it wasn't for them, or it's my anxiety, or I haven't been given a chance, make a chance. I like the saying, mama may have, papa may have, mm -hmm. but God bless the child that has his own. Oh. Taking accountability and responsibility. A few other ones that go, goes with that. Um, every tub sits on its own bottom. Yeah, what you talking about? <laughs> right, that, that, that right there always resonated with me as I, as I matured in life because, you know, most of us, you know, 
one point one fingers, three fingers pointing back at you. Yeah. All these accountability stuff that sit in the back of your head. Um excuses build a monument of nothingness. Yeah. A road to nowhere. Yeah. So all these things that you I've heard my whole life that as I got mature, not older. Again, the mature factor makes you want to go out and act on what you know. Yeah. Getting older just may realize that you've been wasting a lot of time. So the mature factor in me was just that even with this podcast, I was making excuses and why I didn't do it. Then I finally just said, forget it. I put the money together for this thing and this thing. Hustle up some extra money. Get what you need. Got the equipment. Got the camera. Got the stuff that we needed to start doing this without an excuse. We make excuses for too many things in life. And then... What is, what, I saw something the other day. Don't be upset about the results you didn't get for the work that you didn't do. Yeah. Again, don't be upset about the results you didn't get for the work that you didn't do. Again, accountability. Yeah. The accountability is that most of us get upset because why he living the life? Why he doing that? Why is he? Why they? But the reality is what? Why what, you? Why didn't you do what you were supposed to do? Now, some of it, now, shout out to my older brother. He always gives me these conversations, but they be just real life, brother. Get your stuff in order type conversations. So he was talking about time. The reality of things is sometimes, like we spoke about Joseph and the, the visions and the king, ordinary man, and that of a prophet. You know, different time things happen in people's life. But while the time is working, what do you? It still goes down to what are you doing mm-hmm. while you're abiding by your time. Mm-hmm. Like a man sitting in jail, you got half of them that's reading books. Others can a good amount read books mm-hmm. to educate themselves. Another good amount take those say, take one step further and say, "I'm gonna go to school mm-hmm. so that I can better myself." Also, other people go work out all day. You have a group that just sit around. I don't know if shit. I'll be chilling out all day in the jail. What are you doing with your time? Mm-hmm. What's the accountability factor of what your life is going on? <laughs> Again, we just talked about ourselves because talking about ourselves is, okay, well, you have younger brothers and sisters that are in school. All right. It's no reason. Look at this now. It's no reason in the world that you should be failing. That sounds rough. But what is your fucking job right now at 10 years old? Yeah. What else do you, you have, have to, to do, do with your life besides get up, go to school, pay attention, bring your butt back home? Whatever you do in between that is what? That's your eight-hour job. That's your responsibility. What are you not doing? The accountability factor that's what we're working on tonight is, oh, my brother asked me about ROI the other night, the return of investment. And it it is dawning on me. (laughs) We were talking business, but the ROI of your life is your accountability factor. Mm -hmm. What is your return on what are you doing? We talk about work. People are all working. I'm working. I'm working. It's the difference between work and just 
expending energy or being busy. Yeah. He's running around. Work, again, is forced times distance. Being busy all day is just you being busy all day. Working, running around from here and there, doing that. But the return of your investment or your work is what? If you work a nine to five, your return on your investment is paycheck. If you are a business owner, the return of your investment of time is the the expansion of your business, the profits that you're getting. Everything has a return. That's your accountability factor. If you're doing it right, it's accountability. If you're doing it wrong, it's something that needs to be reevaluated. So we're talking to each other and because we're sitting here, but <laughs> we're talking to ourselves and we're talking to you who are listening because, you know, it's we're walking into 2024. And if you're in the numerology, that's eight. And that's uh, an infinite numbers, infinite possibilities of things you could do and yeah. all the other stuff that goes along with it. But if you're not setting yourself up to do this, you're about to be pissed off and have another year of all oh, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah. Man, that could have been me. Man, that no, man, that should have been me. Yeah. Because you couldn't do anything that you're not setting yourself up to do. Like, <laughs> randomly I'm talking. But um, I saw that story about the dude who found the, if you're not into this, it is what it is. Um, the ring card, the playing card. Yeah. $2 million. Oh, wow. That's what that thing was worth. There's only one. All that was made was only that one card. $2 million value was put on it. And then people, oh, man, that should have been me. I could have won that, man. How? You weren't looking for it. You weren't looking for the card. <laughs> then, because I was, I, so I decided to look up the card. The card was $19. Oh, really? That's all the car, a pack of cars cost. Man. $19. But the other part of it is you had to be in the city where he bought it at. Yeah. You couldn't have been in Walmart in Willacoochee, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> or Texas, wherever that is, and buying a card. It yeah. ain't there. You could bought out every card in Walmart. That card wasn't there. Accountability is also adding into the fact of being at the right place at the right, right time. time too. Yeah. Some things ain't for you. I, I man, I, I I was in there and my mom told me to buy that uh that that uh that, that girl won a five million dollar scratch off. My mom told me to buy it. But you didn't. Wasn't for you. Yeah. Or you did buy the two cars before that one. Those were for you. That one was for her. You so, know what? Um, I've seen an interview about um, Andre 3000 was talking about how basically fame ain't what it all cracked up to be. Come on. And a lot of times riches is not all what it's cracked up to be. Mm. And a lot of people don't understand that until they're in that position. You know, on the other side of responsibility is being satisfied with the things that you have. When you when you are satisfied in yourself and your direction, you can now be appreciative for other people's. Because let's say, for instance, if I am a builder, right? 
Buy the building stuff. <laughs> yeah, buy the building. <laughs> so let's say I, I build stuff. And I'm working on the project that I'm building. Mm-hmm. I can't get jealous of the baker and what he's doing because I'm satisfied in my work. So the person who makes this a, amazing cake and the cake look exactly like some, oh, man, that one, my, no, that's not my idea. That's his direction. I don't care nothing about it. <laughs> you know, but I can be happy for what he's doing and the thing that he's doing in his life because God's blessed him with something. And at the same time, if you're on your own thing, you're doing your own direction, God gives you an idea and you don't act on it. You don't take responsibility. The blessing in that is when someone does and they make that idea that you saw come to fruition, it's a blessing in that because you know that, wow, God yeah, made it happen. Regardless of if I acted on it or somebody else, the idea came forth into the world and people are able to benefit from it. And see, that's the thing with being a satisfied person. Because if you are satisfied with not acting and ideas come to you and you just don't want to act on it or you didn't act on it or something didn't go your way, it's a blessing because it got to be enjoyed. It got to come into physicality. Got to put some season on that one a little go bit ahead, too. Man. Here, here go ahead, man. You go to baller. So the, another thing with that is that you have to, or you should understand that God is with you. Yeah. Because if, because I know people who've gotten idea after idea after idea, and they'll tell you about it. Before it comes to fruition, they'll be like, damn boy, that was you. You should have did that. But after a while, God does stop bringing it to you because he's seeing you're lazy. Yeah. And you're not going to do anything. And, and, well, you talk about the man with the, with the tokens, with the, with the, with the talent. Talents. Yeah. Get away from me, you lazy and shiftless individual. But, um, I think that's what he said. Um, you know, use a version of it. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, the thing about it, like you're saying, and I'm going to let you keep going, is that you should also be, and when you're in the midst of your trial, and ain't nobody, trust me, we be going through trials. And in the midst of your trials, and God can give you a piece of light, you have, you should be thankful for the light. Because you're questioning, is he still with you? Because trust me, we've all been through some trials. And you, God, did I, I me, mean, I, did I do something? I mean, what have I done that I'm deserving of this? Then the question becomes, what have you, what are you doing that you're not deserving of this? Yeah. Because you don't know, I could be setting you up, I could be setting you up for something better. Mm. However, you're not ready for it just yet. So I have to, oh. I'm going to my Yusuf bag. So let's just talk reality. Black man, black woman. God put us, if you don't like the way I say this, jump over it and keep moving. God allowed slavery, and you got to understand it. God allowed it. It happened. It happened. Everything happened by his permiss- by his will, active or permissive. Active meaning he wanted it to happen. Permissive meaning he allowed you to happen. 400 years, at least a couple million of us, he wanted that to happen for a reason. But he allowed it to happen so that he could come and show his power. Because it will say, it says in the Bible about, 
um, God was sitting off and he heard the moaning and the growing and the cries of the people. And he decided to come himself to be able to see if all that he heard was real. Now, that's another conversation and dealing with Islam and going some other stuff. But the reality of it is that, to me, he made us stronger. Black man and black woman, the strongest people in the world. Black man and black woman in America. Because we done been through some hell. Yeah. But our resilience to fight through whatever comes to us, white folks beating our ass, putting us down and voting, making us feel less than a person, testing on us, killing us in the street, and we still rising up. We still doing better. The 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 blessing in the in that is you don't have a modern world without black America black America. Man, say that shit. You do not have a modern world. Everything around you came from the brainchild of a black person. It became out of their essence. It came out of their intelligence, out of their ingenuity, out of their creativity. It don't matter if it's the stoplight. It don't matter if it's, it is the light. That damn chair that they use in Alabama. The chair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, the uh, the refrigerator, the internet, the telephone, the cell phone, the video game, the shirts, the tennis shoes. Super soaker. It, it doesn't matter what it is. It At the base, there's a black person behind it. So without, you know, but the thing is, in order for that to be taken place, someone had to take responsibility for their situation, accept it what it is, and use everything around you. You're talking about people who were enslaved. You're talking about people who were treated, not only told, but treated less than animals. Not less than human, but less than animals. Stripped of their whole culture. Of everything. Stripped of their basic rights as a living, breathing being. Not just human, but being. People treated their cattle better than they treated. Yes, they did. So you're talking about a person who doesn't even own their bodies. Able to be creative. Use the crap that's around them. Throwaway stuff. Garbage. And we still do it to this day. They don't have the funding. They don't have the tools. They build them. They don't have the land. They build them. They don't have the influence. They take like Lil Wayne said, man, I don't, I'm not giving takings chances. I take them. So that requires action. Because out of your nothing, he can create everything. Everything, bro. The every the, the fact that people can listen to my recorded voice is a blessing. Because all of these things came out of the ether. They didn't exist. It was an impossibility at one point. We took minerals. We took dirt. We took rock. rock. We took material. We, t- we, we, we cultivated electricity and put it under our own divine will and cre- created things that should not exist and brought it into existence. And you have a cell phone. You have a microphone. You have the ability to record things throughout the ages without a writing system. People can hear my voice. They can see my image. They can imagine and understand who I am throughout this recording will outlast me. Yeah, well. I will die and my words will live on and I'm not some God. I'm not some king. I'm a common everyday man and yet this will go on throughout the ages. You understand how powerful that is? Right. But we decided to take an action and to speak and have it recorded. You know, uh, ain't that what CeeLo said in Soul Food? I thank the Lord my voice was recorded. (laughs) But there is a real thing there. 
Because a lot of people don't even take the action to record who they are so that their children and their grandchildren and their and the ancestors that come from within their loins can give a, a taste of who they are. We don't take the accountability because I love how you just said that. We don't take the steps, chance, the will, the tenacity, whatever words you want to put in your mouth right now, that's your excuse for you not doing it. You said for your future to know who you are. That's very deep because we, my brother said something. <laughs> man, my brother was, boy, I love that man. Um, he said that the difference between God and man is that man thinks today and God thinks in time. And I had to let that resonate in my mind while he was talking because I never heard no shit like that in my life. But he was continuing to explain it. He said that we think for today, what's going to happen to our family, blah, blah, blah. God thinks in dispensations of time of 100 years, 1,000 years. What's going to happen? What will the people be doing? Because I'm allowing this to happen now, but I want this to happen down there. Thousand years from now. now, but I gotta get these people to go through this. Four hundred years, yes, is hell. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. I I feel that's what you're what's going, going to happen, but you know that's just going to happen because I have to have you taken. You're the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme of everything. Because as um, I think as Norm said, oh, I forget the scientist's name about uh the colors and um the dominant and the uh weaker that you can extract white from black but you can't get black from white mm-hmm. so black is a dominant this is mendel in your science books so we had to take the black strip it down to like you said towards nothing for 400 years you we've really been stripped down to nothing and after 400 years we are only a hundred what is it, 1865, about 130 years about a slavery, something like that? Mm-hmm. Man, on book. <laughs> <laughs> on, on book. book. It's like, it's well, well, I guess we need to stop. <laughs> that <Yeah>. ain't happening. <laughs> but on book, we're something like that. And look at where we are as a people. We're still struggling. But, uh, however, black people, when we're working together, mm-hmm. We do our thing. We do Because like you just said, look at modern society. A lot of your stuff you wouldn't have without our... It, you wouldn't have any of it. You wouldn't have none of this if stuff. If you take us out of the equation, we're still back into the You still world. wouldn't have the houses that you have, these no. big, fine homes. You don't, you don't like this conversation, but we talk real in this thing. Again, real adults having real conversations about yeah. real shit on this, on this podcast. Like, <laughs> don't have toilet paper. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let's run go down. Let's run. I'm gonna run, run down this one about you know the the thought process and the lies that we've been fed. Yeah. So I was talking to my father and my uncles over at um thanks at Thanksgiving other week, and um my father was saying something to the fact about you know growing up as a child, they said that um this 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 wolf in the, in the comic books. You know, baby got lost in the woods and his wolf raised the baby 
and now it became a grown wolf man. And my father was like, "How? That don't make no sense. Because how could a wolf take care of a baby, mm-hmm. change diapers, talk to him, feed him? What? The, that doesn't make no sense. But they allowed, they fed you this foolishness to make you think it was real. So the same foolishness they fed to us about ourselves. Yeah, we were in the woods, sw- in Africa in the jungle, <laughs> swinging through trees. We had bones in our nose. We didn't speak. We didn't speak uh, the the uh, 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 a correct language. We didn't speak English. Damn it! Yeah, we're not over from here. That's not that wasn't native to the to the land. So you took those people, a savage group of people, and you brought them to America, and they created everything. And they start, and you taught them how to build these homes. That you couldn't build. That you couldn't build. Come on, people. And let's let's not forget that the homes that we built and the things that we designed were correct throughout the ages. They were built like uh, Benjamin Banneke with DC. They were built with the same knowledge of the sages of the ancient past. Right. You go over to everything Egypt. is mathematically correct. Go over to Egypt. Everything is is, is is spiritually correct. That's correct. right. Everything follows a certain. Li- Here's the thing. You can't get something out of nothing. That's my point. Do you understand what I'm saying? In order for people to have this genius that comes out of them, they had to always have been that. You understand what I'm saying? Here's the thing. When, when There's a reason why they study Egypt. There's no... There's Egyptologist, but there's no Europeanologist. <laughs> there's no... You, you understand what I'm saying? They, they study everything about everyone else. Yet they don't have the ability to reproduce the same things. We've always, they always look at Egypt because that's all they know. All they know. The thing is, we've created civilizations all over the earth. That's a proven fact. The first writing systems and the most complicated writing systems and the most complicated mathematics, the most complicated sciences, they all derive from blacks. That's period. They all come from us. The most complicated ways of storytelling, the most complicated science, the the most definitive things that are needed to cultivate civilization from one step to the next step. They came from all over Africa. But they tell you about Egypt because that's what they know about. They don't know about the reason all of people don't understand it because they weren't taught. They weren't taught about the massive civilizations that were all over Africa and all over the earth that we brought before there was a such thing called a Qin dynasty to have a China and who we were that established all these places. The these Qin places dynasty in India, these places us. in Europe, the original European man was not white. The original uh, Native American was not uh, this, this Eskimo or this, this cross Asian species. The original person all over the, we are the original. And here's the thing you have to, then that, what that does is it makes you Understand, well, who are these other people? But we're going off on a tangent. The thing is, those people took responsibility. (laughs) Even though they didn't place themselves in that situation, they placed themselves and said, you know what? This is my situation. I'm going to make it better. And the difference between anyone and a person at the next step is a responsibility. You want to know why you don't have that promotion? It's because the boss the supervisor, the manager, the business owner, God, 
They all have something that you don't. They took over the responsibility. So let me jump on that with him. I like how he transitioned that one. We are um, going on, but before we keep going on, we talk about the responsibility is because, yes, we did get into the blackness, that black powers. I'm black, y'all. Biggity, biggity, black, 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 black. <laughs> but the reality of the biggity, biggity, black, 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 and the God, man, and all this other stuff that we talk about is that, where are you at right now, brother and sister? Yeah. Like, I, I, I'd like to stand on truth because as my homegirl, Tamika, shout out to her, she used to always tell me, Yusuf, stand on truth because truth is always the safest and the strongest ground to stand on. And I use that as a saying quite often because most people like to stand on whatever their feeling is. Feelings don't work. But the reality of what I was dealing with is that the black man, yes, he is God. He is a God, not the God. He is a God in his life um, because of how the genetic structure is. However, if you look at us as a people right now, we still did on accountability, is what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. Like, I, I look at my brothers and sisters in Chicago and L.A. and, and even, even in my city of Atlanta. And I say brothers and sisters, because I'm not talking white, black, Puerto Rican, Asian. That's not my that's not my society. That's not my culture. I do hang in them all the time. But their lifestyle in America, I ain't talking about going on to Mexico and talking about Spanish. I'm talking about the Spanish in America in comparison to blacks in America. Ours is the worst. We are killing each other. Come on, growing up, I am 40. And I remember when the Jordans were the popular, and starter coats were the popular thing in the 90s. Yeah. And how many young black men lost their lives for a fucking pair coat. of shoes? Shoes. And a coat. Some rims, some Dayton's. Right, oh man, come on. Come on, bro, Dayton's. When them came out, boy, you had, ooh, you People was them. getting murdered over. For, for some rims, dog. And I, for it's somebody in the ground and in jail for some spinners. But some a man went and worked his butt off, paid for something that he wanted to have as an enjoyment, and another man wanted to take a shortcut and killed him for it. Over something that does not matter, that represents something that he finds greater than him. What it is is a lot of people, we talked about this. Let, let's go back to the base, right? Every great person of the past and the present will tell you that it all starts with a knowledge of who? Self. A knowledge of who? Self. If you don't know yourself, you cannot take responsibility. That's what it is at the base. That's why it's important for people to know who they are without attachment to all of this other stuff. Here's the thing. You can put all this other attachment on yourself. Well, I'm I belong to this to this organization, but that ain't you. That's not. I am the son of X, Y, and Z, but that ain't you. That ain't you. I belong to the nation of Islam, but that ain't you. I am mm. a child of God, but God ain't you. What it really boils down to, you say it's simple. God blessed the child that has His own. Who are you? Without all of the attachment, that's where you start. And it's a very difficult question to answer for a lot of people because they don't know where to start. You start where you at. If you need those things to try to figure out what you are, because there comes a time where you can't depend on any of that in every man's life. 
And you have to depend on yourself. And you have to depend on what yourself is at a base level. And you attach yourself to the one thing that does not change with God, right? Uh So at that, you began to take responsibility. And that gives you focus and direction because whatever you want to do, it's already there. It's already placed inside of you. It's the things that make you feel good. Screw what anybody else thinks. It don't matter because they're going to think it anyway. You be dead and they're going to still be thinking it. You be successful, they're still going to think it. That's it. You be broke, they're still going to think it. It It's not up to everybody else. It's not up to your affiliations. It's up to you at the end of the day. I got a I got a good friend of mine right now going through cancer. It don't matter what I think about it. Do it. Not at all. I had a good homegirl of mine. She passed away. I remember she gave me a call. I ain't even tell my wife about this. Gave me a call. This is the last time I'm going to talk to you. I had met her. Um, I used to do Lyft. And she used to have me, you know, take her here and take her there. She said, Tim, I just wanted to call you let you know this is going to be my last phone call. I want to see if you could take me down to Florida. I was like, I can't go to Florida. You know, I got a family and everything. I can't take that trip like that. Uh-huh. You know, you're a young lady and all that. You're on a road. I, can't, I, don't, I don't do that. She said, but yeah. I said, what you going to Florida for? She said, I'm going to go pick up my pick out my grades. You know how heavy that is. Right. That's... I knew she had cancer. I didn't know that she was in the last stages and there was nothing that she could do. Oh. And I said, you know, I want to stop by and see. She said, I want, I don't want you to see me like this. I lost so much weight, all my hair is gone. And I, I didn't have the words because what can be said? I told her it was great meeting you. You know, she said, this will be our last conversation. I just want to tell you how much of a, a light you were and helping me in my time of need. You think that it was just taking me here and there. She said, but she told me I take my time very seriously. I don't have time to wait on nobody because everybody got more time than me. Uh, I know when I'm going to die. So the uh, conversations that I have are intentional. Everything that I do is intentional because I don't have the time that everybody else. She said, so when you saw me going off on X, Y, Z, it's because I don't have time to wait. They do. But here's the thing, y'all. You don't have time. Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah, today is not promised. You take responsibility for where you are. Mm. Even though God allowed things to happen to us in our lives, it's for a reason. And whether we know the reason or not, you do, if you can't do what you want, you do what you can. That's all it is. What everybody else's definition of, of success or Goal finishing, it don't matter. It's what what do you define it as? Because life gone life no matter what. The sun gonna shine, people gonna move on. It's gonna be things that happen and things that don't happen. It's gonna be happiness and sadness and, and love and passion, sunshine and rain and everything in between. Uh-huh. But you have to define things for your own self and take responsibility for the things that you want to happen. Make it happen. And if you can't, do what you can. Write down the vision. Make it plain so that others may run with it. You might not finish it, but it might not have been for you to finish it. But it is for you to start. 
You got that New Year's resolution? Do it. You want to learn that new skill, that language, that trade? Do it. But know who you are. Do it for you. Because you can't control what your kid's going to be. You can put your everything in your kids. You can't control what your wife or your spouse and your husband going to do. You can't control what your mama, your aunties, your friends, your boss. None of that. Not even your dog. Your dog will shock you. <clears throat> With that being said, take responsibility for your own life and not just say, well, I take responsibility. It's in your actions. Take control of your time, of what you do have. Write it down and take action. That's going to make a positive effect. And then you gauge that thing. You know, shoot, you don't need no podcast to tell you. It's some, some everything. If you need it, then use it. You don't need nobody to tell you what to do. You just need discipline. Man, that's a that's another heavy word. Yes, discipline. The discipline. Ain't that a beautiful word? To Minister Farrakhan was talking about the hard workers of the Bible one day. And he talked about the disciples of Jesus and the works that they did. But he said, in the word disciple is the root word discipline. discipline. <laughs> and that hit me like what they were all disciplined enough to follow the word mm -hmm. we have a job let's go finish it mm -hmm. we are about the works of God the works of Jesus we talk about accountability we're no paycheck connected to that none at all that's the accountability we're going it's like what is your mission in life yeah what is your purpose? And that's a question many of us can't answer. And I can tell you that because it took me years to ask my own question. But the reality of it also is that as you grow into your purpose, your purpose changes too. Yeah. It's not the same from 10. If you still have the same purpose from 10 years ago, unless you have one of these like godly purposes where it's the upliftment of the black man and woman, Minister Farrakhan. That's going to be the same. That's never going to change. He just adds some more to your purpose. Mm -hmm. But if your purpose is, well, I need to go to school. That was 15 years ago, bro. What's you your purpose? Been. You, you, <laughs> You've been. What you, you been? And what are you doing now? Purpose was to go to school, to get this. So the purpose is on a list of things to accomplish a goal. Because mm -hmm. that's the end. We talk about writing things down for the accountability. And that's uh, accountability. We have these accountability partners. That is something that I like. I'm on the um, accountability fast of sugar. It's different. The ultimate drug. Right. As I say, that white girl. That's why you've been scratching over there. <laughs> right. It's and fiending and shit. Because that white girl is fiending. gone. <laughs> It is the ultimate high mm -hmm. because it, it it tastes good. It brings out endorphins and, and, and it makes you feel, but it's horrible for the body. Yeah. So right now Absolutely I'm on a, do. I've been on a, uh, what sugar thing since like before Thanksgiving and ending at the new year. And it has its moments. Like it has its moments where you just fuck this. I want it. Because I had to break off from... I got to have it! Got to have it! 
uh, uh, Cisco. <laughs> I got to have it. Um, um, I've, I've got sugar from juice, sodas, cookies and cakes. That stuff was the, the easy part. Like, mm-hmm. I can't eat that no more candy. All right, cool. But then somebody tell you, all right, now give up the soda. Ooh. It is. Yeah, all right. Then give up the juice. What the fuck you mean give up juice? <laughs> like you give up the juice. <laughs> right. Now you got the juice. You got the juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it goes to all right, you you like tea. Mm-hmm. Don't put so much sugar in the tea. Get some honey. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, these are the things that you so, yeah, some of y'all righteous, good, healthy eating people don't know, don't understand this one. But I do. But for those who don't understand, let's might tell you to take away your favorite thing. Yours may be drinking. Mm-hmm. Yours may be smoking. Whatever thing, all of these things are killing us in some way. It's either it's either it's killing your health or it's killing your development mm. or it's wasting your time. It's doing both. Because you can get back development. You can get back health. But those can't get back time. time. Ooh. That time is gone. And social media is a time killer. Man, what you talking about? That is a big time killer right Why there. Why y'all listen to us on social media? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But honestly, it's what you do with the things that you have. That is it. You know, a lot of people love food. But if you're loving bad food, you understand what I'm saying? Anything can be used for either your betterment or your detriment. Anything done in excessive can harm you. Man, what you talking about? Too much Anything. water. Too much exercise. All these things. You know, all of it. Moderation. Mm-hmm. I forget the term. It's just a quote in the Bible about moderation and doing things in a timely fashion. I forget it, so forgive me. But moderation is best. Mm-hmm. You try Because I always ask you, I see people in the gym working out. They swole up like when you used to be in the gym all day. Man, don't start. I used but, to look like a superhero. But the whole <laughs> thing becomes, what are you doing it for? Yeah. Is it is it vanity, or now what are you training for? Right. Is it, I was in the military. The other thing is, when we're doing things, what is your life's pursuit? Because whatever your life pursuit is not someone else's. Some people that's their development. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people. Well, what are you cooking for? Because I love to create. I love to cook. What are you doing? You know. What we have to understand is what are we doing and how is it benefiting us and our mission? I love what you said because the mission can change. Sometimes we don't even realize that mission is accomplished. God will give you something and you've been doing it. And he said, hey, that's done. I got something else for you. No, I'm still doing this. And, and, and that's wrong. You know what I mean? Okay, you've been a rapper. You've rapped. <laughs> it's time, time for you to wrap it up. Wrap it up, me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, a lot of folks don't don't understand that because we don't have a knowledge of self. And under in order to understand yourself, understand God. The other thing is, I love responsibility because what happens is it makes us, like you said, it makes us accountable. And we can recognize that into other people. I'm going to tie all of your stuff together. I'm going to hit Tie that with a shoestring, brother. Because when you become responsible, the discipline comes. Because you don't have time for foolishness. Because you're, you are putting so much into your vision and goal, goal that God gave you. 
So if you're working on this thing, it's if you just knew that that card was in that $19 pack and you knew it was there, you ain't got time to go out and, 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 and have a frivolous conversation uh-uh. because you have a, a work that's redone. Uh-huh. You're not going to spend your money on everything else because your money is dedicated to this. Uh-huh. You're not going to waste your time going in this direction because you know the direction that you need to go is down this street. You understand what I'm saying? When you have focus and discipline, there's a reason behind it. A lot of people don't have a discipline because they don't have a strong enough reason. Ooh. You understand what I'm saying? What like is, what, you won't stop stop eating wrong until your reason is strong and they tell you, wait a minute. You take these many more meals, you got 17 more meals, and you'll be dead. That'll make it change it real quick. When your reason becomes stronger than your unruliness, your undisciplined, then what it is is we seek pleasure and comfort. When my reason becomes better than my comfort and my pleasure, it changes. And then you find pleasure and comfort in your discipline. Mm. When I first stopped eating meat, that went easy. Bruh, I remember the last day I wanted some. You know what I'm saying? I had cooked the fish and everything. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be ending my fast. Yeah, I am with this little girl. I had the little girl sitting there and cooked all the food and everything. And I had the fish. Man, let me tell you something. I had the fish in the stove. And I can, man, I went and washed clothes and came back and burnt up the fish. Man, my whole heart was broken. Damn. And then I said, you know what? I made it this far. Might as well keep going. When the whole meeting out. And by the time I tried to go back to it, I couldn't do it. It was disgusting to me. I'm saying, you know, it was disgusting. A lot of people, when they work out every day, there comes a time period where you start to crave it. When you drink water every day and not beer, there comes a time period where you start to crave water. When you are working on your vision and you're working on that business, at first it's hard to set aside time, everything, and then you crave it. Hey, I need my time alone. I'm working on X, Y, and Z. Then it becomes easy. And it becomes harder and harder to go back to that old thing. When you first stop smoking, it's hard. Then it's just a thing that happens. It's a switch that happens. And you choose every day, every moment, what you're going to do. People who were addicted to crack, they'll tell you, look, I always want crack. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry, I gotta look at his face when he's saying that shit. I always want crack. (laughs) Same thing. When you become a disciplined man, right? When you become married, it ain't like you don't know what good women look like. Right. It ain't like you don't know what going out all night look like. Right. It ain't like you don't, but what happens is that your priorities change, your mind changes, and you choose to come home. You choose your family. You choose your discipline. And then that becomes your new craving. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Your accountability for yourself is, is the thing at that point. Like, not only yourself, but the relationship. Yeah. What What's, what's more important to yourself? The accountability 
of happiness, success, or the accountability of this make me feel good. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to deal with that over there mm-hmm. versus, you know, what is accountability going to be doing for you? And, you know, hold on, let me look up this word. Account. <laughs> Learn to spell, brother. <laughs> Account. Account. The c- one. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so right there. <laughs> so we talk about accountability. We didn't, we did not define the word. Accountability is the state of being accountable, liable, or answerable. But accountable is subject to the obligation to report, explain, or justify something responsible, answerable, capable of being explained, <sighs> explainable. So the obligation to report or explain or justify something, the accountability of your life is you're justifying your purpose. Yeah. Through discipline, your actions. You're justifying. <sighs> Dr. King said on a flip version of saying this, if you haven't found something worthy of dying for, you have no reason to live or something like that. No, that, nah, let's go ahead with it. So if a man hasn't found something he will die for, he isn't fit to live. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. So the accountability of your purpose. If you're not, my father loves that 50 cent thing, get rich or die trying. You know, that was his purpose. Mm-hmm. He was willing to either get rich, he's going to die trying to get, get it done. Mm-hmm. If you change that to get educated or die trying, get married or die trying, whatever it is that you are supposed to be doing with your life, fulfilling your purpose, are you working towards that to make it happen, to justify your reason to live? If not, why are you? Ooh, I love how you said, why are you? Not what are you, why? but why are you? You understand what I'm saying? It, man, that, that, I love the answer, why? I love my, that, my question. I didn't, I, I didn't say question. Yeah, I said the, the reason why I said that is because we're here, but why? We do things. It's not what we do, it's why. Mm-hmm. It's not when we do it, it's why. It's not how we do it, it's why. When we talk about the responsibility, let's talk about another root word to respond or your response. Because no matter what, life is going to happen. The point of it is how do you respond? What is your response? If you want to be responsible, it depends on how you respond to something. What what does response mean? I looked that up. Your response is your reaction to something. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? It's your reply, your your retort, how you return to it. Mm. The most powerful thing is your answer. When you're responsible for something, it's your answer to it. When those slaves had the situation, it was their response to it. Here's my life. What's my answer? Mm. 
You understand what I'm saying? Mm. When we are going toward the goals that we want, what's our answer for it? Mm. Like you said, we exist on this plane. God saw fit that you out of the billions of sperm, out of all the eggs, out of all the people, out of all the times, you came. And there's, in order for you to be a created human being to exist, it's astronomical. It's literally a miracle to have for the mathematic equation to create a human being and who you are and everything that's come throughout the ages for you to actually exist. It's actually a literal mathematical statistical miracle. So why did you exist? Your responsibility is the answer to that. And a oh. lot of us out of our answer has to come our action, which is literally what my name is. Dark shining light. Out of the darkness, how are you going to show up and shine forth throughout the world? What is your answer to the darkness? What is your answer to who you are? What is your answer to your to your situation? What is your answer to who, to thyself be true? What is your answer when God gave you the talent? Your answer is either you buried it in the ground or you did like the other, some 10, some 30, some 100 fold. Now, you may not be the hundred fold. You might be the tenfold, but at least you fold. Right. You can be thankful for what you are and who you are and be satisfied in it because that's your answer. For a lot of people, everybody, it's a lot of people who wish they could be Andre 3000. He got all the fame and he's telling you it's not worth it. J. Cole told you all that money is not worth it. But more money, more problems. The other thing is this. That was their answer, right? Mm. But they had the hundredfold blessing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It was what it was. It, when you are a seed, people go, oh, okay, well, I can, you know, I can control the seed. And I, what, if I, that seed going to be a rose <laughs> no matter what. It ain't going to be an orange bush. It ain't going to be strawberries, ain't going to be watermelon. It's going to be what it is. Whatever's inside is going to come out. And that's mm. a beautiful thing. That's it. But a lot of us never get planted. We never water. We never bring in those nutrients. We never are consistent. We never had that discipline. So your answer got to be what it is for you. He's Batman, if y'all didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> the dark shining light. He's Batman. Just want to let everybody know that. Well, I think we need to wrap it up. Uh, yeah, we got a few more minutes. Um, and, and Lord, you said something, and I got excited. <laughs> what was that? You said we were talking about the why and the answer. Yeah, and your answer being why. And I want to throw some. Larry's uh -oh. seasoning. Uh oh. It's obey, cause obey, obey, baby, obey. <laughs> um, the seasoning with this would be that you are making all the listeners hungry. Making right? <laughs> some crab legs. Put on that. <laughs> <laughs> some scrapers, some crab legs, with some nice garlic butter. Um, but we're gonna. We are the answers to our ancestors' prayers. Yeah. You asked about that. Why? your answer why are you here and are you living your purpose our ancestors whether be your direct descendant or not prayed for this mm -hmm. they prayed for this time 
the 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 ones if you're Scotland an Englishman and they were praying for the peace between the people and someone was born to make that peace. Yeah. Someone in the prehistoric time, quote unquote, praying for wheels and a faster way to travel is invented. Um, those in the 1800s praying for a faster way to ship things. Then they got the airplane, then they got ships. And I was reading a story about the Iceman. You don't even got to go to the post office. You can do it on your uh, on, on computer. On your hand. Right. You don't have to send letters. I can just send you an email. I don't have to fax no more. I can email it to you. I can video chat you. Uh, all these things. The prayers of some ancestor, we are that why. Mm-hmm. But are you living it up to the fulfillment of what you're supposed to be? Mm. And that becomes your justification for living. Yeah. My brother was saying this to me the other night, that we are all on a time, a limited time. The reality of life is that things are where we are. This is that part of time, dispensation of time we talk about in the Bible when the plagues and what's going on and if you look, my brother brought something to my attention I had never even noticed. He said that the last plague of Pharaoh or Moses was what? Death. Mm. But it was a specific death. It was the death of the firstborn. And I said, that is right. Then he said, look at the death that's been happening around you, Yusuf. Mm. A lot of the people that you knew that died were the firstborns. Hey, man, wait a minute now. <laughs> All right, hey, no, no, no. Because it hit you. For real. It hit me. I'm the firstborn. Mm-hmm. Me too. Right. <laughs> but if you're not living your purpose, uh-huh. then you are you... That, what, why are you? But that's, that's what I'm at right now. <laughs> so damn. All of a sudden hit me is a conversation like, bro, like, you know, you are doing what with your time? And just because that plague hit don't mean it's going to hit you, but it's to put a picture and a frame in your mind of you're on a time. Mm-hmm. It ain't granted. It ain't blessed. It ain't for everyone to live to see. Like I said, my little, one of my little brothers died seven days after his fucking 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Seven days and when I say this is the kid that everybody wanted to have as a son, and you wanted to have as to be yourself, he is 21 and dies. That's no time at all. And he wasn't doing no wrong. He was driving home with his girlfriend, and a drunk driver hit him trying to run a light. Doing the right, right thing. Right thing. Somebody else doing wrong. Time frame ain't there, bro. Mm-hmm. You have to start living in your why. Yeah. As we're still dealing with accountability, and we close this out, is what is your purpose? What is your why? What are you put here for? It ain't to play video games all day. Unless you're making some money and a difference. <laughs> but even with the video game. It's a purpose. No, no, no. It ain't your purpose. Mm-hmm. The money that you're making is just a tool. What, you what are you do doing with it? the tool? Man, you better, man, where the collection plate go? Something like that with some tapping and some <laughs> Um, The other part is, like Mr. Be- Mr. Beast, I'm finding more and more about this dude online. Everybody's talking about Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast makes $8 million a week or a day off of Google. Everybody's going looking him up now. 
But Mr. Beast takes the money. This is how he's getting more money. He takes the money, buys things, gives it away. Mm-hmm. And now people are looking for him, trying to catch up with him. But he's using it as a recycling thing to keep giving. To Ain't get that back. the blessing of God? Come they on, man. He, he can bless you with so much you can't give it away. You can't give it away enough. It's, it's an overflow. So what are you doing with your time, your responsibilities, your life? Better question. Here we go. What will be your impact on society? Man. What will be the thing that you're left to be known for? Will you be known as a philanderer, a whoremonger, uh, a pimp, a, a wisecracking? Or would you say, oh, that brother was known for always helping? That brother was known for this. There is no such thing as the afterlife. There's no infinite, infinite, I'm just telling you what how I believe. Heaven and hell are your condition and state of mind here on earth. When you die, ain't no heavens in the sky. We've all been to play at this point. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing out there. If you say, well, heaven's above you, the earth travels or rotates at a 1,037 and one-third miles per hour on a constant axis that's rotating quite often. So what's up now within an hour be down. What are you looking for? Everything that you need in life. I put it even like this. This is just Yusuf's vision. This is Yusuf's opinion. This is not the opinions and statements of dark shining light and, and cocktails and conversation. This is Yusuf. If there was such a thing as an afterlife, when the, ro- when the lights come on, would the roaches be scrambling so much? When you start going after them, they know they only have one life. They got to preserve it. If there was such thing as an afterlife, why are you not rushing to get there? Why are you crying when your brother and sister's in that casket? Oh, God, why so soon? Take me. You're 90 years old. It wasn't soon. You lived 90 years. Why are you upset with God? But you knew you're not going to see him again. We all live in this pipe dream vision that we have that, oh, we're going to go up there with the pearly gates. Because even if it was the pearly gates, you didn't kill 20 people. You didn't kill two. Robbed a man, jerk this dude. You think you're really gonna make it in the heaven gates? Like you have to look at the accountability factor of your life and say, if Jesus, or God, came with the Ten Commandments, and these were the Ten Commandments, He got to set up your life, and you broke seven of them this morning. <laughs> this morning. This morning. How you get into heaven? I mean, that's just the reality of your accountability factor. So, all that to say. Heaven and hell is your life here on earth, brothers and sisters. That's everybody listening. It's not black or white. I'm talking It's everybody, brothers and sisters. Your life is your heaven and hell. What you choose to do with it becomes your accountability factor to yourself. What are you planning to do with today, tomorrow, God willing, 10 years from now? Tim said it, tomorrow and promised. So you have to live like today, but act as if there is no tomorrow. But plan for the day after tomorrow. It sounds crazy, but think about it. You're living for the moment. But at the same time, you're living to the best because tomorrow may not be promised. But you still got to take care of tomorrow because in case you see it, you still got to have the money to live for that day and the day afterwards. Family. Just be accountable in all of your actions. 
And let me back off this mic because I'm talking a lot. So <laughs> Dark Shining Light about to just scroll to the front in his Batman moment. <laughs> you know, Batman just appears out of nowhere. Got my cape on. <laughs> I'm waiting for the and wind to blow. for me to talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check it out. We talked today about responsibility. And for those of you who are listening to this and it resonated to you, you've already taken the first step. Or maybe this is your third step. But I really want you to focus on that root word. What is your response? What is your answer to it? In life, we have what we have. What is your answer? Mm. The other thing is, don't stop with your answer. End with your action. And continue with your discipline. Don't allow it to happen. Make it happen. That's all I gotta say. My brother came with that nice, smooth, sophisticated. Don't make it happen. Put your put your ear ear to the speaker and let it resonate. Oh, oh, oh! I'm gonna give you another one. Put the children out the room. <laughs> I think it was Love Jones, or was it uh uh one with um uh what we quote quoting all the time brother to the night when he was spitting the poetry Hello, with the brown sugar and she said um and it was a lady it was a dude on the, on the radio and she sat on the speaker hola here we go that's enough hide, the kids. <laughs> hide, your hide kids. the kids better pay attention <laughs> to your wife <laughs> with that being said this is brother Yusuf Muhammad signing off from these airwaves as I thank you all for joining us again for another week of Cocktails and Conversation. I'm praying that we are becoming better and better with this and let my brother do his salutations. Well, I really appreciate y'all for coming out. It's Tim Hargrove, Dark Shining Light. I really appreciate Darkness, everybody. everybody. Darkness. I want you to tell somebody that tell somebody, like, share, comment. Um, we love to hear you guys input we we are so glad to hear you guys tuning in laughing with us intriguing your mind your own personal opinions whether it's uh, opposite but the thing is we're sharing we're learning we're growing and with that being said love to you all may god bless your endeavors your life and your wife be easy This is Yusuf Mohammed, DM's creation. This is Cocktails and Conversation that you're listening to. Tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Like, follow, share, tell us about it, tell us about it, tell us about it. Look forward to you joining us.